to answer your question, am I excited? Um, yeah, I, I think I am, you know. I mean, how many years has it been since the last time you released anything? Besides the box set, which doesn't really count. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, well, it's, it's, first, it's the first new stuff for 29 years. So, you know. That's kind of ludicrous when yes. you think about it. Well, it is, but it's no more ludicrous than, you know, all the other all the other bunches of old men who are doing exactly the same as we are uh, at the moment, which is, you know, <laughs> Sacred Reich. And, I mean, fucking hell, you know, we're, we're all bucking the trend. Slayer, Slayer are retiring and the rest of us are coming back. It's, you know, it's insane. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's, you, know, the, you know, the bar is low. Demolition and Hammer are, like, being celebrated, you know? It's like, what the hell? Well, Those guys were, like... Super also 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 runs at their height, you know. Um, that that's that is a very good point, and and that that is a very good point. I mean, I'm, I'm funnily enough, um, there's a there's a thrash metal group on Facebook, Thrash Metal Album of the Fortnight, um, and um, there's an. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna pause you there because I just want to have a well, not pause you, but um, you're uh, you're a little bit smaller now. I think it's um, there's a there's an album on there at the moment. That's up for review. Here we go. Let's see what it is. Um, I, I just want to make sure I get it right. There we go. Mortal sins, face of despair. Um, and 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 you know, it, it's getting it's getting like you know really good feedback. And I'm like, it's shit. I mean, it was shit then. It's shit now. It's shitter now. Yeah, like you said, also ran. You know, like yeah, also rans. Um. There's, 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 there's hardly anyone that is that's that's come back where I'm like, oh fucking hell, you know, awesome. Um, even possessed, uh, I'm, I'm, you know, not a particularly big fan of the album. Um, you know, it, I, I, I like what they've done production-wise. They haven't gone down the, you know, the video game metal um, kind of death metal production. They've retained a bit of an old school production, um, but it's just. Yeah, it just doesn't really do anything for me. Um, yeah. I'm half thinking that Chris Adler just retired from Lamb of God so he can join up with Ratchfeld America. I mean, like, what other reasons could he have? You're like, you want to talk about auto-rans, you know? Well, that's, that's a funny, funny you should mention that because I mentioned it on the podcast. It was like their, their statement when he left was just kind of like, yeah, yeah, uh, cheers, Chris. Yeah. I mean, it was it was it was like a fucking small paragraph, wasn't it? It was just like, you know, it was it was the standard kind of press release you put out when an employee leaves who you're not fucking bothered about. You know, it was just like, yeah, we'd like to thank we'd like to place on record our thanks to Chris for all his work while he was here, and we should we wish him all the best in the future. And then there's this, and then they yeah. just go on and on and on about the new guy, and it's like. Right. Okay. Well, I guess I guess Chris is the past, and this guy's the future. Um, but it, yeah, it was it was kind of weird, kind of weird. I, I you know, yeah. it, it's I don't know. You know, old um, old Dave Blythe. You always expect. Uh, you know, I was expecting a little bit more from um, uh, uh, from from that particular camp because he strikes me as somebody who's very sort of um, well. He's you know. He, very respectful, very intelligent guy, and um, and it just yeah. it, it just seemed to pay lip service to his time in the band. Yeah, and it, well, I, I bet you it's more like you know, I could I could picture him writing a small novel about it and then turning it over management management going yeah yeah sorry Randy, we're not going to do that <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna yeah. put out this paragraph 
you know? Uh, maybe, maybe, maybe you're right. Um, but um, yeah, I mean, it's just, it just sucks basically. But hey, well, actually it doesn't suck. Who cares? It's only Lamb of God. Um, <laughs> well, it, it just always sucks when like, I mean, how long was he there? Like 20 years or so. I mean, yeah. he was busy while you were doing nothing, you know, that's yeah. a long time. <laughs> yeah. Well, absolutely. I mean, it's like, he's, you know, he, he's, the guy you know he's the guy that's been there yeah. since forever um and it yeah it was a bit weird but then again you know here we are happily discussing a band who i don't think either of us are particularly bothered about i no i do like lamb of god so yeah oh, really? no, it's all good okay all, good. all right fair enough I, I respect them a lot yeah fair enough fair enough um but um yeah so i am yeah to, 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 to answer your question yes um I am excited. I'm really keen for people to to hear the album because I I have I've been I'm very very quietly confident and to see the reaction that the first single got has made me think right okay yeah I'm right yeah. to be as confident as I am. I mean that was not and don't get me wrong I hate to say this, it's, it'll sound arrogant, so it doesn't matter, but I kind of expected that feedback, but I didn't expect, I didn't expect the, just basically it to be like 99.9% .9 positive. I expected there to be, you know, a few more, mm, yeah, mm, yeah, well, you know, but it just, you know, trawling through all of the, um, trawling through all of the, the comments or, or, you know, across, across all platforms, it's just universally been, you know, welcomed with open arms so it's it, it's glad to know that i'm it's good to know that i'm that i'm not insane and that it and that it is as good as i thought it was so you know um but yeah it is um it, we're getting what a journey from like those first episodes of talking bollocks where you were like yeah nope that'll never happen <laughs> that's long gone but i'm doing this thing you know like and and then like you know you would talk about oh well you know maybe i'll put it on a box set but i'm never going to stream it it's never going to be on the stream never going to be yeah. on spotify yeah. <laughs> you know and it's just uh you know these years later and you know, what a journey it's been i mean for all your listeners uh we've all listened to your journey now in almost real time for seven years um, it's no, it's not that long. I think the po podcast's been going five years. I think. Is that right? No, yeah. you started before I moved to Ireland. Uh, yeah. Well, that was five years ago. Huh? Because we came, we came okay. back in twenty fifteen. So that's actually four years ago. Okay. Mm. So yeah. But. Um, okay. So and yeah, I mean it, it's 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 exciting. I mean to be honest, there's more. We've we've had probably more, uh, more controversy and um, and uh, I don't know trolling over the album title and the cover more than anything else. <laughs> Why is that? Um, because a number of uh, a number of um, people ha have taken it as. Um, we're having a, it's basically the album is going to be a load of old men complaining about millennials. Um, <laughs> and, and well, all right, but what else? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know, but but the, but the thing is, what makes me laugh? What makes me laugh is like, well, don't you think it's a bit entitled for you to think that it's all about you? You know, 
because it, it, it because it fucking isn't. There's one song on the album called New Age Narcissist, and it's about narcissist dicks online. And the whole point of it's the age of entitlement, not the age of people who are entitled. You know, it's it's yeah. and you know, you, me, it doesn't matter how old you are, you can be capable of entitled behaviour. Just look at our fucking Look at look at our Facebook page. The minute we announce tour dates and pe- people's, you know, wh- you know, why aren't you playing my town? You know, and these people are, uh, you know, in their forties and fifties. It's so <laughs> the it, it just cracks me up that these people think like literally, uh, you know, a, a couple of Facebook groups like started trolling the site and calling us boomers. Um, <laughs> which exactly it means something to you. It means nothing to anybody over here. And it's like boomers, <laughs> and I'm like. Oh, uh, fine, fine. I mean, we're not, but you know, if that if that makes you feel better, coming onto our web page and coming onto our Facebook page and 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 calling us boomers, then then that's great, you know. And yeah. and just and they're all and there, there's that we live in a society seems to be a um and uh, uh we keep getting getting a lot of that and um and I saw somebody online absolutely absolutely hammering. The band and the album that is not released yet. They've basically taken the album cover, they've taken the title, they've extrapolated from there, come up with their own amazing theories, um, and yeah, it's it's. I I, I would imagine what they're going to do is they're probably going to look. They're probably going to get the lyrics, or because some of them are saying they can't wait to see what a car crash of an album is going to be, and I'm, and I'm like, well. <laughs> You know, uh, fuck you. Fine. I mean, f- you know, feel free. Feel free as long as you know, as long as you're listening, as long as you, as long as you're saying acid rain, as long as you're telling people about it, as long as you're expressing an opinion, then good. But like I said, I think it's incredibly entitled for um, for millennials to think it's all about them, um, which I think it's a- delicious irony. <laughs> Well, it's fun to think that you know finally metal's upsetting people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, fi- well, finally we're upsetting people because you know, we don't normally yeah. upset people. We're usually like you know the friendly bunch, but um, <laughs> clearly, um, yeah, some people have um, you know some people have got the hump with us. So you know, but fuck them, whatever. I mean, and I was really pleased as well the reaction the single got. I was really pleased. Um, for the company that made the video, that the video got so much props, and also I was really pleased that uh, the pro- that people were taking notice of the production and going right, yeah, that sounds that sounds fucking great, you know. Um, and it because it it is well, you've heard the album it is it is a departure from your standards, um, pro tool to fuck kind of production. So you know, yeah, it's cool. yeah, I know, and it sounds great. It's a great album. I can't wait for people to hear it too. Oh, cool. I was, uh, I think I, I wrote to you right after you sent it, and I said it, it's one of those rare albums that uh, is true to what it done, what to the audience, but still isn't a retread. Yeah, you know, you you definitely have new ideas, and people who are new to the band are going, and because most people weren't born before the band broke up, uh, they're going to. Uh, they're going to be like, no, who the hell is this? You know, it's it's Power Trip, that style of um, that. You know, it's a it's a new uh, uh, take on the genre. So it's fantastic. While it's still staying true to what it's done, sort of like the way that Surgical Steel did for Carcass. 
Cool, man. Wow. You know, well, I, I know how much you like. I know how much you like that album. So thank you very much. Yeah, yeah, and it's just you can count on one hand the number of bands who are able to thread that needle. So it's. I mean, you had twenty five years, twenty nine years to get it right. So I'm glad you did. <laughs> well, well, thank you very much, mate. Yeah, I've waited twenty nine years to. <laughs> I've waited twenty nine years to put some decent vocals on a fucking album, if I'm honest. But. Um... <laughs> Um, now, are there any ideas on this album that in the five years or 10 years or 15 years after Acid Rain stopped that you might have had, you know, while, you know, sitting on the toilet or in no. the shower that you just said, ah, just put that in my pocket and then just been waiting to pull it out? No, no, it's all, How? It, it all, it all came about. Um, it's all inspired by the music, you know, in, in, invariably, um, you know, the music comes first, the vocals, lyrics, etc. I, I then kind of match up to that. Um, some of, some of it was, uh, the new low, funnily enough, was fucking weird because we, we, we did a whole week of writing in the, um, uh, in our rehearsal space where we had the meat of some songs and others we were kind of and, and others where it was just riffs and we were piecing it together. And the day that we the day that we wrote the new low was the first day in the studio and which was a Saturday. And I wrote the lyrics. Um I wrote the lyrics on Saturday morning. No, the first day no, first day was Sunday and I wrote the lyrics on the Saturday morning and the following day we started work on that song and I was like, wow, I wrote the lyrics for this yesterday. This is, I've got the lyrics for this tune. It's done, you know. It's cool. cool. Yeah. And, and, and it's just, and funnily enough, you know, when, when, as soon as we finished it, I turned around the rest of the band and I went, well, that's the first single. And I, you know, yeah. really? It was like, yeah, absolutely. That's the first single. No solo, catchy chorus, good midsection, Shouty vocals, it's fast, it's got all the ingredients. That's your lead single right there. You know, yeah. we're not going to write anything better that encapsulates what the album's about and everything else. And, and, and we just kind of stuck to it, right, you know, right from, yeah. right from the word go, just stuck to it. Always said that will be the one, you know. Yeah. Um, and it's, um, yeah, it's, it's just bizarre, really. It's, it's, um, it's come together so well, um, and and Jace, and Jace's production is is really is the it's the icing on the cake for me because I think uh, you know I think if it what if it didn't sound as good as it does, um, then you know it, it, you're gonna you know you're gonna lose people, um, uh, and that's why I, I think it's very brave of Power Trip to go for a more eighties shit production, um, you know. <laughs> Well, it's it certainly pushed put me off. Do you know what I mean? Because I, I listen to that and I'm like, uh, I'm really glad albums don't sound like this anymore. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? It's like if I was buying this in the '80s, I would have been loving it. But it's like 2019, and as well as Gene Hoglan always says, why wouldn't you use technology that's there to help you? Well, I, I go both ways on it. I think that, uh, you know, there is a place for nostalgia and uh, there is a place for um, paying a certain amount of tribute 
to, you know, and, and letting people know where it is that you're coming from or whatever. But sometimes with production, it'd be great if you just put out two versions, you know, do a remaster now. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? But isn't, but isn't that, isn't that manufactured nostalgia? You know, I mean, I, um, well, I, I guess not. I mean, you know, look, if you want to go no. in, if you want to go in the studio and record and, and for it to sound a bit shitty, then that's, you know, that's entirely up to you. That's it. And, and again, I mean, you know, people might hear our album and go like, well, you know, I, I think he's talking a load of shit. Uh, I mean, they'd be wrong, but, you know, um, it, it's, yeah, every, every, you know, everybody will have their opinion on it. I mean, funnily enough, I was talking with, um, with Paul, our guitarist, and I said, you know, he said, oh, I haven't listened to the album for a while. And I was like, dude, listen to the album. Yeah, listen to it. <laughs> Make the most of this time because on the 27th yeah. of September, it leaves home. Yeah. And it will never be the same again. Yeah. You will listen, yeah. you know, you'll hear the odd song and you'll be reminded of some stupid fucking comment that you read somewhere. And, you know, the album is clean at the moment. It's pure. It's untouched by everybody else's opinion, you know. So, yeah, we're, so we're really making the most of this, of our, of our last few weeks together, you know. <laughs> Uh, because it's only a matter of time before you know, it, you know it, it leaves home, and you know it just it'll never be the same again. Yeah, that's interesting. It, you know, it's funny. Like it makes me think of like uh, what was that uh, uh, Metallica album that they did with Lou Reed? You know, oh, it was like me. they were loving it. Kirk Hammett is like, I, I made me cry. The whole thing. You guys got enough money. Why don't you just keep that to yourselves forever? <laughs> yes, because it probably ruined for them too. You know, like they loved it. They should have kept it. Well, know? funnily enough, funnily enough, it's it's virtually impossible to get hold of a copy of that now. And it's, yeah, uh, and I can't it's, find it anywhere. Yeah, and it's and it's getting real. You know, it's it's like it's really it's a Metallica rarity now. And of course, <laughs> Lou Reed went and died, making the making all of those albums a lot worth a lot more. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's it's. Um, yeah, I, well, you know, we've made, we've, uh, I, I'm not going to go down the old, um, oh, you know, as, uh, you know, we make music for ourselves and if anyone likes it, if anyone else likes it, it's a bonus, you know, fuck all that. I mean, you know, if no one like, if no one else likes it, you're fucked. So, you know, yeah. that does not work <laughs> for me. <laughs> um, um, you know, unless you want to be doing gigs to 20 people, then, you know, that philosophy is bullshit. But without a doubt, I think, you know, I'd, I, I, you know, I was saying to somebody the other day, it was like, it ticks all the boxes. It's got everything that um, I hate to come across as all Lars Ulrich, but being an Acid Rain fan myself, it's got everything that I would want from an Acid Rain album. It's got lots of speed. It's got lots of shouty backing vocals. It's got lots of catchy choruses. There's a song about a horror film. There's a fucked up cover version. There's short songs. There's long songs. I mean it's it ticks all the boxes you know how calculated is that it just fucking happened it just it it's just really? ended up like that yeah well i mean apart from um well actually probably the only thing that's really genuinely kind of manufactured would be um within the woods oh shit i've given the song title away never mind um which, well fuck <laughs> Well, yeah, well, fuck knows when this is coming out anyway, you know what I mean? Um, but um, it's, it, it, that, was, that was Paul and I knocked around the idea of doing 
a song about a movie and he was like, oh, you know, should we put one on there? And I was like, yeah, you know, it might be quite nice, but nothing ever... It, I, I mean, it, I was it, it, I was said, well, maybe we should update. Maybe should we should do it about a TV show now, you know, seeing how TV is, like, you know, better than movies these days. So maybe we should go down that route. Um, and I toyed with the idea of doing a song about... Um, about Breaking Bad, about Deadwood. I mean, these sound so lame now. Um, and Why then, would that be lame? Those are classics. Yeah, and then, I mean, and, certainly Breaking Bad. Yeah, well, yeah, but then, <laughs> but then I, um, but then I kind of, I, uh, I, I can't remember what it was. I can't remember what it was, but um, for some reason, I. I don't know. I think I, I I thought about the Evil Dead or something. I I can't remember why, but um, I and I I was just search. I was researching the movie, um, and there was it, it, on Wikipedia there it says that you know Sam Raimi made a short film called Within the Woods and took it round all the local businesses and and had them watch it and was basically saying, look, you know, will you help me finance the you know the to make this into a movie, a proper movie. And I just straight away, I just thought, within the woods, right? Okay, so there is going to be a song about, there's going to be a song about horror film on the new album. It's going to be about the evil dead and it's going to be called Within the Woods. And that was it. That was like done and dusted. As soon as I saw Within the Woods, I was like, oh man, that's the song title. That's just, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? I'm having that. Thank you very much, Sam. You know, <laughs> I'm having that. And, um, yeah. It's a better song title than Spider-Man 2, so yeah. Well, yeah, 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 and, and a better movie as well. Um, but um, yeah, so I, and and so from that point, it was just kind of like, right, I know what I'm doing. I know what I'm doing. Um, told Paul about it, and he was like, cool, he loves the Evil Dead. Everybody, you know, we all love the Evil Dead. Um, and then it just, it all, it, it came together. The intro, the, I mean, the demo version of the song is, is, is slightly different. It hasn't got all of the trees at the beginning and all the trees at the end. And they are tree. That's just wind rustling through trees. It's not rain. We're not Black Sabbath. Um, and, um, and, and amazingly, um, about three weeks after we recorded, um, after we, after we left the studio, um, no, about three, <laughs> uh, Jace was at the studio and there's lots of trees around the studio, around the car park. And he went out and recorded a wild track, you know, with a mic, to record those trees. Those trees are, you know, it's not, it's not from, you know, any uh, sound effects vault or anything like that. And he recorded them all. And about three weeks after he did that, uh, the, 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 the tree he recorded, um, got blown down in a, in a storm. It's not there anymore. Oh. Yeah. So, you know, it's cursed. That's it. It was, it so was, you, it, now when you come out of the studio and you're in this phase, are you ex sort of like, exhausted of the process of writing and recording or are you energized now and you know do we already start thinking about acid rain 2020s recording and 2021 you know that sort of thing um well if you're me no if you're paul yes <laughs> um <laughs> but i mean to be honest it's first album 29 years i'm a big believer i've said it before i'll say it again in fact i think i even say it in the new low take care of the minutes and all of the time. Um, look after today and tomorrow will take care of itself. Eyes on the prize, yeah. eyes on the ball. You know, if the ball's at your feet, have your eyes on the fucking ball. Do not be looking at the horizon. 
take your foot off, you take your eyes off the ball, look back, it's not there anymore. You know, you've mm-hmm. always got to be, always got to be in the present. Or and I think it's also I'm a big fan of of uh, achievable horizons. There's no point in constantly aiming for the horizon because, as we all know, you'll never get there. You know, achievable, yeah. achievable goals, one step at a time. Um, work towards, you know, walk towards one. We've got that right. Okay, so it's just literally one thing at a time. Um, so I'm absolutely, completely focused on on the release of this album. Um, you know, I'm, I've tried to speak to as many people in the label um, here, abroad, all around the world. Basically, you know, emailing everybody from every territory, saying. Guys, I'm here if you need me, whatever you want, whenever you want it, you just have to email me direct, don't worry, don't go over either label, whatever, speak to me, email me, here are my details, whatever you need, whenever you need it, you tell me, and making sure that, you know, emailing out thanks to everybody on all the territories for, you know, the reaction to the single and all the press we've been getting, and, you know, just really really making, trying to make everybody at the label and, and all the territories feel involved and and part of something, you know, unique. Um, and it's not just another fucking band releasing another fucking album and, do you know what I mean, you know, just being, you know, just part of the machine. It's like, no, I want, I want, I want everybody to be as, in, as involved in this and invested in this as I am. Um, they're not going to yeah. be because they're not me, but I'd at, least, I'd at least like them to to see you know when they see uh when they you know when they see uh, another press release for acid rain's got to go out or or you know that there's opportunities to get interviews that they think oh yeah cool you know no acid oh acid rain's ideal for that or oh no you know i know h will do that and you know just basically ingratiating myself with as many people as possible so they have a positive image of the band and think yay they're cool. I want to do stuff for them. I want to do right by them. You know? Yeah. And I mean, it's. So do you, do you wish you'd done that sort of stuff 30 years ago? You know, I, like the first time around, did you, do you wish you knew that sort of stuff that happens behind the scenes? I did. I did. You did know it. Oh yeah. Yeah. I did. And I did yeah. all, I did all of this 30 years ago. Don't ask me, awesome. don't ask me how I fucking knew. I, yeah. I, uh, you know, I just honestly don't know how I just, I just knew. I mean, since we've come back, I've always, I've always known, I've always had a plan. Always, always had a plan. Um, and at every stage, it's just, yeah, every box is ticked. I mean, when we, we, we pretty much got booked for Bloodstock uh, for 2016 at Bloodstock 2015, because I was there yeah. and, you know, and conversations were had. And I, and, and I, uh, I remember when I was driving away from the festival, um, I rang Paul and I said, um, that will be when we premiere Thoughtful Sleep. You know, that's when we bring that tune back. That's, that's the ideal setting. You know, one year later, yeah, it happens. Because I don't know, sometimes, like I said, I just, I just see things really clearly sometimes, you know, and it's just like, you're doing Blood, Bloodstock next year. Right, well, that's when, we, that's when we bring out Thoughtful Sleep for the first time in, 20, in 25 years then. You know, it's kind of like, yeah. well, duh. It's just, yeah. you know, I mean, it's same with getting the band signed all those years ago. It just seemed really very, very simple to me. Spend half your money in recording, spend half of it on packaging, get, send, send it to every single record label that you've got a thrash album by. And then mm-hmm. one, you know, and then 
just fucking batter them until they sign you. <laughs> so, yeah, I, th- I just think. So what's the? Go on. I mean, you you had just said that you're not looking into the horizon. You got to be in the present, right? Yeah. But what is the plan from here? Well, you see, that is the that's kind of the frustrating part because. It, 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 this this you're now we're now in a in a place where um it's kind of out of our hands because a lot depends on how the album's received and you know who hears it and and you know the I, well yeah how it's received and and just all of that really so mm-hmm. it is um it's weird because for the first time for, for the first time since we've come back, it's kind of out of my hands, really. Um, yeah. Because, you know, some festivals will, you know, will have you on and some won't. And, you know, and some would love to have you on and will and will offer you a really great spot. And uh, and the fee will be nothing. You know? <laughs> yep. And, and, and you're like, ah, right. And they and they just say, well, you know, do you want to do you want to play to 50,000 people or not? And you're yeah. like, yeah, but we've got to get there and we don't give a shit, you know? Yeah. So, and there's a lot of bands out there, you know? I mean, yeah, oh, first album for 29 years and all the rest of it, and I'm excited and, yeah, and it's all special and all the rest of it, but, you know, we're just another fucking band to, you know, a lot of promoters, a lot of festivals, <laughs> you know, you know, a lot of heavy metal cruises and all the rest of it, you know? It's like, well, mm-hmm. you know, it's... We just gotta, we you know, we, all we can do is um, is with the opportunities that we do get, smash them out of the park, uh, and make sure that we get more. You know, I mean, I'm, my philosophy is always um, that when you play a gig, you're playing two gigs. You know, you're you're because you, you play a gig, you gotta smash that for two reasons. One, so everyone goes away and goes, that was brilliant, and obviously you want to have a good time as well. But secondly. So the promoter goes, right, I'll have them back, you know? And also, so everybody in the crowd goes, that was awesome. I'm always, you know, when they come around next, I'm going to see them again. Um, Yeah. And that's also why we, I mean, there's, we've got a few surprises um, up our sleeves for the, for the tour as well. Um, Because I just think it's really important that, I mean, every time we've gone out, you know, we, we went out on tour, we first time, you know, when we came back in 2015, but we had a new single out. When we did a headline tour, we had another new single out. You know, we're, we're always trying to do something, bring an old song back, you know. There's always a reason. So, and my, my thinking behind that is that people always know that there's going to be something different. They always know that we're going to be value for money and that, that we're going to put every ounce of effort into the gig and... You know, whether it's merch, whether it's the set list, whatever it is, we'll we'll we will do something uh, different. And and I think it's really important because ultimately what you're doing is you are putting in the minds of people. They've got three gigs that month. They've got they've got Testament. There's potentially Testament. There's potentially Acid Rain and there's potential and potentially fucking Devin Townsend, let's say. And. They're going to look at that and go, well, do you know what? I didn't, yeah, well, I'm, I, do you know, I, 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 you know, one of those has got to go, but it's not going to be Acid Rain. I've, I'm, I've really got to go because I don't want to miss out because there will be, if I don't go, I'll regret it, you know, because I'll miss yeah. out. I'll hear that they've done, that they've played this old song that they haven't played for how many years or they played these songs off the new album 
or do you know what I mean? You've got because you're just every time you announce dates, you're you know you're toe to toe, head to head with a load of other bands, mm-hmm. and and you've got to put the effort in. You know, you have yeah. to have to put the effort in and give these people um, the kind of experience where they go, you know, whenever they come round, I'm going, no matter what. You know, and... it sounds like you're pretty competitive about it. Like it's like, no, I'm going to put on a better show than Devin Townsend, and I'm going to put on a better show than Testament, and you know what I mean. And I, I, I suspect that that's a, as long as you're doing it in a healthy way. That's a healthy way to approach that that sort of capitalist, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, approach to uh, to touring. You know. Well, I I hadn't really thought about a thought about it like that, and to be honest, I don't I don't see it as. I don't see it as I've got to put a better show on than 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 Devin Townsend, or I've got to put a better show on than Testament, because ultimately, um, it it you know inverted commas better. What the fuck's that? You know, everybody's perception is different, and I'm not actually I'm I'm not kind of thinking right. You know, it's funny you should say that. Yeah, it does sound competitive, but um, I'm completely focused on my band. So as opposed yeah. to like I want to be better than them, or I want to. I'm just completely focused on us and what we do and what making sure that what we do is as good as possible and is like and we've thought of everything and we've covered every base you know yes you can now pay with a with by card uh, for for merch at an acid rain show which yeah. I haven't been able to any you can also pay contactless yes you know it's just you know those little those little things um the, I, I've said that I've said this before. I'll say it again. The samurai have a fray. Uh, the samurai way is all about. They say um, little things should be treated with great care, and big things should be treated very lightly. And I think that's absolutely right. In other words, you pay attention to the very small details, and you're all over that shit. But also, if something is big and a massive problem and scary or whatever, yeah, you need to treat it lightly, because otherwise you'll be panicking. You'll be shitting yourself and you'll be full of stress. You, you need to be sat back, chilled and going, OK, cool, big issue, but let's deal with it. No problem. Whereas something like being able to you know, buy shirts with contactless payments. Yeah, they're small details, but it's the little things that are important. You know, it's it's those little yeah. bits. And, and again, it's the little bits of detail in in, you know, the merch that we'll put together in the set list, which people are going to fucking love as well because the set list is going to be all over the place and you know we we've we've got four dates booked and we're we're probably going to do a different set every night so mm-hmm. i can't wait for people to be start sharing on social media our set lists fuck you you've got no idea yeah. no idea what we're going to be playing <laughs> none whatsoever and and uh, we don't know i don't know so fuck it you know so, all right, assuming that, like, release day happens and there is momentum, the label's like, you know, things are happening now, guys. What does that look like in your mind as far as, like, what, what would that momentum amount to that would get you excited? Um, oh, just, just if, look, if they're just saying, look, get on, you know, get on the road, get on, you know, get cracking, we've got to get some, you know, we've got to get you out there, Um and also our, our agent as well. If our if our live agent is saying, guys, you know, I'm, 
you know, I need to get you out there. This is seriously happening and we're getting offered really good festivals and stuff like that. Then, you know, for me, yeah, I'm, I'm, I want to, you know, I, I want to ride this thing until the wheels come off. That's my yeah. goal. You know, this is a second chance that not only did I never dream of, I never, I never dreamt about the dream. <laughs> you know, it was, it was never the plan. It was never the plan. So, so for this to just, you know, for this to happen, then yeah, I, I'm going to absolutely, you know, throttle it to death. Um, I mean, you know, it, it's... Are there particular, like, festivals or particular markets that to you are like, okay, this this tells this tells me things, this is what the momentum looks like? Um, well, funnily enough, um, I was going through our social media the other day and I was doing uh, doing it with um, with the guy from the label as well who... Uh, who who's now an ad, uh, uh, an editor on our Facebook. And um, the, um, the three top cities that, um, in, that Acid Rain are, um, are, um, have followers. Number one, no surprise, London. Number two, Mexico City. Number three, Bogota. Number four, Buenos Aires. We are... It, I now, you know, I, I was like, wow, this is fucking really cool. I was like, now I know why we keep getting approached for South American dates. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I'd love to. Oh, that's cool. I'd love to, love to go to South America. Um, the, the Russian distributor is, um, uh, Russia and South America are both doing a cassette. Um, the Russian distributor is having the entire album. They, they are, rather than taking pre-produced product, they're doing a nat- they're doing a native release. Um, the whole album will be in Cyrillic, which I've got to see. That's going to be fucking amazing. So it'll be in <laughs> CD, vinyl, and cassette from Russia, all in Cyrillic. Um, <laughs> South America, they're doing a native release as well. So it, and, and the states, North America is doing is doing a native release as well. So they're all um, uh, they're all basically repackaging. Yeah, well, basically just producing it for their own territory in their own way. Um, mm-hmm. So it's a digipack in the UK and Europe. I think it's going to be a jewel case in North America, um, complete with a sticker, with a quote from me, and also a quote from none other than Padge of Bullet For My Valentine. Oh, interesting. Saying acid, <laughs> acid rain of updated and create a uh, acid rain of updated and created a mosh piece, a, 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 a mosh pit masterpiece. Ah, uh, very cool. <laughs> official, official quote. Official quote. Uh, well, it's funny because your favorite band and mine, uh, Kiss, back in the eighties, when Gene Simmons, this is a true story. Gene Simmons had squandered all his money on Diana Ross. And Ace Frehley squandered all his money building a studio in Long Island. Uh, yeah, they were, they were, and, and all of Peter's money had gone up his nose. They, and they couldn't play the U.S. anymore. They couldn't play Europe anymore. They were, had been resisting going to South America. South America promoter came back and said, I'll give you, and it was millions to yeah. come down here. And they went down and they did a South American tour that, like, for Kiss fans is somewhat legendary, but 
the truth was, was he, a mortgage was coming due. That was why they went to South America, you know. Well, it, I mean, like like most of the decisions made in Kiss's entire career, um, yeah. you know, the finances <laughs> dictated it. <laughs> but I mean, it would be cool. I mean, how cool would it be to take Acid Rain on tour and? In South America. Oh, man. I, look, South America, North America, um, you know, Japan, uh, Russia, you name it. You know, I'm I, I'm cool. I'll I'll go anywhere. Yeah. And it's released in, in Japan. Have you um, have you turned your camera off, by the way? I, I did, yes, because the right. it was saying the poor connection, so I wanted to make sure the right. audio is still. OK, good. cool. Well, I'll, I'll turn mine off as well, because then we'll um, we'll, we'll save some bandwidth. Um, yeah. But yeah, you're going to get released in Japan. Oh yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's it's well, yeah. We're we're it's a worldwide release. Um, uh, oh. I mean, Dissonance Productions that we're on is part of Plastic Head, which is the second largest music distributor in the UK. Um, they distribute direct in Japan, so actually, it, it's it's literally like you know the UK office puts you know puts physical product into Japanese record shops. Simple as that. Mm. Very so, cool. Yeah, yeah, no, it's very cool. And and the, um, I mean, uh, Moshkinstein, The Fear and Obnoxious were all released um, in um, uh, in Japan. Um, I think Obnoxious was on Pony Canyon. Um, and then the, um, sorry, Moshkinstein was on Pony Canyon and then the other two were on Sony. So, um and um you know we're up yeah i mean i i don't want to use the phrase but back in the day i think we were uh, we were quite big in japan <laughs> so you gotta get back <laughs> i know it's fucking ridiculous isn't it but um yeah that'd no, be cool to get out there be cool to get out there um it just i you know we'll go anywhere as far as i'm concerned we will go anywhere yeah um but um yeah no it should be um it should be cool i mean you know it's going to be really interesting to see what what offers. But to be honest, you know what? I'm comp- uh, again going back to that. You know, one step at a time. Um, at the moment, I'm just focused on making sure that we get, um, you know, we get the release right. Um, that I'm available to do as many interviews as possible, and we'll take it from there. Excellent. You know, it's. But uh, speaking speaking of um, fucking hell, we haven't covered any of the topics we were going to. By the way, this is now going to be Godless interviews H about acid rain. I think we'll do we'll do a we'll do a li- <laughs> we'll do a little special. Um, and, um, and well, it's, it's interesting because it's like you know it, this is I mean I mean for you it's twenty nine years in the making, but for for me being uh, uh, coming to acid rain through talking bollocks, it's it's still, you know, over five years in the making. You know, it's however many years you've been doing talking bullocks. So it's it's real interesting. Right now is super interesting as to what's happening and what might happen going forward. You know. Yeah, and I, I yeah I know I, I absolutely absolutely and I, I mean you know to a certain extent I feel the same. <laughs> you know, um, it's very much a case of wow I can't you know it, it, it's. I've got I got a test pressing um, of of the vinyl, um, and um, uh, yeah, that was really weird putting putting an album on 
you know, putting a putting a slab of vinyl on, putting the needle on it, and it's it's the new Acid Rain album. That was like, what the fuck? <laughs> you know, I've just just yeah, I'm like, wow, this is just weird. Um, and uh, I know I know it's gonna be I know it's gonna be a real moment holding that physical product in my hand, and you know, kind of like wow, this is actually. You know, this is real now. This is actually physically exists, um, and 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 it's all being pro- it's all the, it's all being um, uh, produced as we speak. Everything's you know everything's off at the production plant, and it's all being uh, it's all being put together. So it, you know, it it really is it really is going to happen. You know, we've made a video, we've put a single out albums next and then there, and there'll be a, there'll be another single in um in november as well um and when do you when do you think that like uh the touring to support it will really kick in i mean i know you've got like a, a date not in september a date in october a couple dates in december yeah is there i mean would it be 2020 or would it be before well, part, the end of the year yeah part one is part one is is in december part two um we're booking at the moment um and uh, and again, I mean, at the moment, it's just the UK. Um, Europe needs a lot more um, a lot more thought putting into it, and it's not something certainly not something we can go out and headline. Um, you know, we need to be uh, going out there in some sort of package, and whether that is you know whether that is with well, it could be with, it could be like you know a UK thrash assault, and you know it's kind of like you know us Zentrix, Gamma Bomb, whatever. I don't know. You know, I'm just. Just thinking out loud here. These are, you know, nothing has been discussed with anyone. So, um, we we just have to wait and see, you know. And and again, it it might be it might be based around festivals. You see, the thing is, again, like I said, it is about how the album is received. So, you know, we can dictate terms in the UK, but we we can't really do that anywhere else. So it's very much a case yeah. of seeing how the album goes down um, and seeing, you know what offers come our way. Um, and, um, I mean, I, you know, I'm, I'd love to do a, I'd love to do a support tour, you know, I'd love to do, um, uh, a, a tour, um, supporting somebody and, um, you know, I, I just get, you know, reaching more audiences, um, and, and reaching new audiences. So we'll just have to wait and see. It is really, mm. you know, like I said, it's, it's, you can only plan so far. Um, and then, you know, as to where we go from, you know, from after the UK dates at the moment, I don't know. It really is just a case of waiting to see how the album goes down. Gotcha. Yeah, it's um, but um, it's it's kind of funny as well. You know, the al- the album coming out. Um, there's a free patch with the first two hundred and fifty vinyl and with the first two hundred and fifty CDs. Um, but that and that is that's you know worldwide. So um, it's going to be interesting to see who, who doesn't get their patch straight away. People, I, I, you know, anything for a moan. People will be moaning straight away. Oh, where's my fucking patch? It's like, well, it's a limited edition, and you know, clearly the edition you bought didn't have one. You know. Um, yeah. So, you, are you doing like uh, those uh, really cool, uh, you know, uh, package uh, bundles? Merch bundle? Um, no, um, what we do, what we've got, basically the, the there's two vinyl up um, to buy. There's the limited edition cyan vinyl. There's the normal black vinyl, 
there is a CD digipack. Um, you can stream the album. Also, you can. Uh, there's two T-shirts. There's a T-shirt of the album cover, and there's a T-shirt for the song "Ripped Apart" as well. Um, and so you can basically you go on there, and it's like, right, okay, what do you want? You know, you can pick up a CD, you can pick up an album, you can pick up a T-shirt, but it's just all there, and go for it. Um, I asked the label about bundles, and um, uh, yeah, they, it was just like, nah, we don't do bundles. We fucking hate bundles. <laughs> really? Yes. Yeah. And and I'm shocked to hear that. Well, when they when they when they explained why. I completely got it. And it's purely from a label business standpoint. Um, okay. So basically, I, you know, I get it. I, I absolutely get it. Um, and also, it's kind of like, well, how hard is it to put two things in, in your fucking shopping basket? You know, there's, there's the T-shirt, there's the album. <laughs> You know, if you click, if you click on each of those, bingo, you got yourself a fucking bundle. <laughs> I know, I know, but it, there's something special about like, you know, like clicking one button, have a box show up that's special that, you know, it's got a whole bunch of stuff that other people didn't get. And that's what makes me a mega fan. First, first album for 29 years. If that ain't special enough for you, suck my dick. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, you can come round my I, house. You can come round my house, I, and I'll give you special. <laughs> well, I mean, you already sort of talked about it. You got the two hundred and fifty patches, right? So, yeah, yeah, like, exactly. That's an exclusive. Yeah, no, and, you and know, that like will... if I've got that on my vest or my jacket or yeah. you know whatever it is. Well, that was definitely that was that was definitely something that I wanted to do because purely because we've always had people going on about acid rain patches or oh, they want a patch, they want a patch and was like, "Right, okay. Let's let's give them what they want, you know? We'll do a limited edition patch." Um and we sold a, we 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 had some patches of the the Fear album cover. And um I mean, we man, they they flew out. We had about 200 yeah. of them. And they flew out, um, and so yeah. I mean, you know, we'll we'll probably be looking at putting some patches together as well, uh, merch wise. Um, so yeah, it's um, it's going to be a, a, it's a, you know, there's a lot to um, there's a lot to put together really. Um, I mean, there's something cool about like I mean, from a pure let's go back to being a capitalist, right? Like. <laughs> the only way that you get this really cool exclusive shirt that we would feel uncomfortable about charging 35 bucks for is you have to buy these two other things in this bundle that you probably already got or that you really don't really want. But now it's 65 bucks for the whole bundle <laughs> instead of 35 for the shirt. That's the only way you're going to get that shirt. You know, that that's kind of a fun thing to do from a, from a pure, you know, money point of view. Yeah, I mean, uh, ultimately, um, I'm all about just having cool merch, you know, and that and that that is that's the, you know that's the main thing. I mean, at the moment we're um, we're uh, we you know the the merch the label is doing is the label's merch. It's nothing to do with us. Um, literally, in every single way, it's nothing to do with us. I mean, don't get me wrong, we we gave them the designs, but after that, that's you know that that's the end of that. Um, so, um, you're just trying, you're just trying to recoup at that point. Um, I, 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 I'll, I'll, I'll explain that a little bit more, um, off air. 
that's more of a um, oh, an okay. off-air conversation. Okay. More, it's it's more about it's, it's it's more about the nature of our uh, 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 of our contract with the label, and I, you know, that's not really something I want to discuss uh, in in public. Um, you were on such a roll, but I thought I'd catch you off guard. You forget yeah. we hit record. Ah, no, 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 no chance, mate. No chance. <laughs> um, but um, so yeah, I mean, uh, you know, we need to get our we need to get our Bandcamp store back with some really cool stuff in it. We need to be, you know, taking some really cool merch on tour, um, and uh, and just hitting people with re- you know really really cool ideas and stuff. So, you know, we did the beanies towards the end of uh, last year, which went down really well, um, and um, you know, I think it's very much a case of. Um, just you know, giving people what they want, you know, patches, hoodies, t-shirts, you know, basically anything we can. Um, but again, you know, things like hoodies are um, they're they're a they're a major pain in the ass because uh, they cost more money. They um, they you know you can't you you can't get as many in a box. They take up a whole load of fucking room. Um, uh, you know, it, it's it's little things like that that you know, at our level, um, can make the difference between whether we actually produce them or not. Um, right. So it's, you know, it's, it's a real fucking, it's a real um, pain in the ass, basically. Um, but one thing, one thing that we have been doing recently and that we'll probably continue to do is we, um, we do A3 kind of cardboard posters. Um, they're really good quality posters. So you can frame them um, and we will all, you know, we'll all sign them as well. So it's almost, it's, it's, I, and it's, and you know, we only charge five quid for them. And it's, you know, if, if you haven't got much money, at, at least you can maybe, well, you know, if, if, if you can't afford five quid, then don't be buying a fucking drink. That's for sure. Um, which, <laughs> which was hilarious. Last time we played Manchester, the guy come up going, Oh, your t-shirts are 20 quid. I was like, yeah. And he goes, well, they always used to be 15. I was like, yeah, we've had to move with the times, mate. You know, it, we got to, we got to, we got to keep, we got to keep fucking this band financed, or it doesn't happen. Oh, fuck! I've only, I haven't got any money. I've, I've. I said, okay. Look, tell you what, fifteen quid for you, fair enough. And he goes, oh, you're, you're a mate. Cheers. Blah, blah. And then the, our merch guy turns around and tells me, I've seen him. He's on his fourth pint. Yeah. And those beers are fucking four pound fifty a shot. It's like, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. Point taken. Point taken. But yeah. anyway. Yeah, so even if people don't have much money, they can at least get a poster and we'll sign it, you know. And they've got a memento of, and they've got a memento of the evening, um, and um, or ideally, you know, we're at the merch store, we're at the merch stall signing the posters, and they decide to get a t-shirt while they're there, you know. Oh dear me, how did that happen? <laughs> what a nice accident. <laughs> um, so uh, so yeah, you know, it's um, merch is such a big part of, uh, of of being in a band now, you know. I'm essentially. Lots of people have said it. I'm not the first to say it. You know, we're all T-shirt sellers now. That's basically it. Yeah, you know, yep. that's where the money is. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's that's what we got to do. Uh, then that's what we got to do. Um. But I I like it. You know, I, I love I love hashing out new T-shirts and stuff like that. I think it's awesome. It's great fun. Um. We've got some really cool designs. Um, that we're working on. I mean, the people are loving the new one that we're, that's, that the label have got the the um, ripped apart shirt. Um, we've been, like amazing feedback on that as well. So it's really, yeah, it's been it's been really cool. Um, and that's just another aspect um, of a new album coming out that you know we that we've got to think of and and make sure that we get sorted. Um, would Would you like make like? <laughs> 
you know, I was just thinking just recently because, uh, you know, I've moved and, you know, I have a, an opportunity because my wife is not here with me yet and she, and she won't be for a few months that when I get the, into my place, I can decorate it however I want, right? So first thing I think is like, oh, my God, I can choose any shower curtain that I want. <laughs> like, what if there is an acid rain shower curtain? Like, there's salt and pepper shakers. I mean, there's so much crap that you yeah. can throw a logo on that people never sell at the merch booth, and I never understand why. Like, why not? Well, it's uh, you see, there is, that's very interesting, you see, because... You're either thinking, oh, my God, you know, why are all these bands missing out on these opportunities? Or the flip side of that is that shit don't sell. And that's why no one's doing it. Maybe. But how would you know if you never try? Well, if you go if you go on places like Backstreet back Merch um, and look at Mastodon, you can find Mastodon have got pretty much anything with their logo on, including bongs, you name it. Um <laughs> But 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 again, I think you know that that's still not stuff that they're going to be dragging around on tour, because breakages well, yeah. breakages too heavy, um, you know, takes up space, and ultimately, you know, you we live in a world where people people want shirts, people want merch, and yeah, you know, if we did acid rain oven oh, gloves, or we did you know acid rain condoms, or an acid rain shower curtain, yeah, I'm sure some people yeah. would buy them, but. They're just they're just not gonna be a big selling item. So well, no, yeah. but it's just another thing that you, especially when you got a different price point, that somebody who will go, you know, eh, I don't like that, don't like that, don't like that. Oh, but look at that. You know, I I find that all the time. I go to a merch booth on for a band on tour, and I'm like, ah, you know, you got four different black T-shirts. What am I going to do with that? You know, especially if three of them have got curse words on it. You know, even if I do love it, I can't wear it outside. You know, it's just not going to happen. I'm not that demographic. What can I tell you? So, like, but then there's other stuff that I never see anybody ever sell. And I go, now that that's interesting. You know, like, even I, I love it when I see bands, you know, they, they break a drum head, they autograph it and put it up in the merch booth. Fantastic. Drumsticks, you know, stuff like that. Use crap. Well, yeah, that stuff well, is awesome. Though. Well, let let me tell you. Let me tell you. I can't remember who it was I was interviewing. I really can't. But it was it was fairly recent. Oh shit! I think it might have been Bobby Blitz actually. Um, okay. Yeah, I think it was Bobby. Uh, no, uh, fuck no. It was Eric AK from Flotsam and Jetsam, and um, uh, he said when they they on that tour, one of one of Flotsam and Jetsam. Um, Autographed a cold slice of pizza and put it on the merch stall, and, and they and they sold it for they sold it for the fucking five euros. Oh, totally, yeah. I mean, why not? You know, autographed piece of cold pizza, autographed on the you know obviously on the underside. <laughs> it's like, That's fantastic. I know, and that, what gets me is that some dickhead has bought that, and then and like you know, a week later realizes the realizes the uh the the fallacy of his purchase when it's just basically a big <laughs> lump of mold this big hairy triangle of of what used to be pizza but it's not about the thing it's about the story of the thing you know here we are you know talking about it however many months ago that happened 
I mean, people buy, you know, uh, shirts all, all the time, but, you know, to be the guy who bought the cold slice of pizza, people are still talking about that. Like, strangers are talking about that. That's pretty cool. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's well, I guess, Leo, like you say, strangers are talking about it. Yeah, and you can't, you can't get stranger than you and I. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, it's, it's yeah. Uh, it, I, I mean, I, I'm, we're not going to be selling slices of pizza, I can tell you that much. Um, but I think it would be cool, to, especially, I, I mean, just as an exercise, for bands to have at least one sort of strange thing all the time in the merch booth, just to see what happens, you know? Well, I, I, I'm, you've certainly got the cogs turning, and it actually reminds me of um, back in the day when we toured with Exodus on the Fabulous Disaster Tour. And um, I think it was in Birmingham. We found, in an alleyway, we found a cardboard box no, a cardboard box had been slung into a skip, and I, and I think we, we'd thrown some rubbish in the skip, and somebody had seen this box, climbed into the skip, got it out, and it was a cardboard box full of um, te- little 10-page brochures, black and white, and it was just full of Madonna in the nude from her modelling days before she was a pop star, full-on 70s bush, the lot, right? And... Uh, and it was just basically a 10-page booklet of Madonna in the nude. So so we put them on the merch store and we sold them. And um, we, we probably made more money from those than we did from merch on that tour. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, maybe, maybe... Um, we just need to find. We just need to find a, a box, a, a box of naked pictures of of another major iconic pop star, <laughs> and um, you know you'll get your wish. There'll be something odd on the uh, on the merch stall. Oh, you should have the acid rain hydrochloric acid bottles. You know, like you should be on tour. You want to lug around something that's acid rain test tubes. Acid rain test tubes. Yeah, acid rain test tubes. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> You know, be like, yeah, are you, are you thinking of going down the IVF route? Why not shoot a load in an acid rain test tube? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I'll tell you what, if you guys tour the U.S., my suggestion would be that you, you bring around acid rain pharmaceuticals because whatever you sell it for is going to be a hell of a lot cheaper than we're going to pay for it here. <laughs> oh, man, I'll tell you what, if we play, if we play North America, there will, be, there will be one very special product on the... Um, uh, on the uh, merch desk, and that will be the acid. That will be the acid rain Kevlar mass shooting vest. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. That'd be so great. Yeah, yeah. Whenever you go to a major event, make sure you wear your acid rain Kevlar vest. You never know which mentally unstable person has been able to walk into a supermarket and buy a gun today. Uh, please tell me you're going to price that out when we're done. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, yeah, the acid rain, the acid rain, the acid rain Kevlar vest for mass shootings, <laughs> and 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 other such events. Bloody hell! Um, oh man, look, I'm, um, there's a few things I want to talk to you off mic, so I'm gonna I'm gonna knock this on the head. This is this has been great, and has accidentally ended up being you interviewing me about acid rain, but. Um, it's cool. It's it's and, and let's let let's have a let's have a proper chat now. But um, thanks for that, Godless. I really appreciate it, mate. Uh, it's so great being here. Thanks so much, H.